because I know that's so weird. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of, uh, what are we doing? The Psychic Wives, the latest episode <laughs> of our podcast, The Psychic Wives. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. And we are The Psychic Wives. Um, so today we're going to kind of break down or talk a little bit about other things that we do. You know that we've talked about this before. We are all um, uh, animal communicators and that's how we've met each other. That's how we've hooked up with each other. Um, but we also do other things. For example, um, we all do life coaching, intuitive psychic life coaching with, with humans. Um, so that would be a similar reading to an animal communication just without the animal. Um, and then Kathy and I are both um, studying mediumship. Kathy's also doing equine alchemy. And Ginger does what we call Akashic Records. Um, and Akashic Records are really, in my opinion, and what I'm learning, becoming like a really big thing. And they're really super cool and very important. Now, I'll, I'll, full disclosure, I've had a tiny like, little taste of Akashic Record reading but I still don't know much about it. So that's why we're here today because we're going to talk to Ginger and Ginger is going to fill us in on pretty much everything Akashic Records. So I think um, you would all agree, especially you, Ginger, if we just start in, could you explain <laughs> what the Akashic Records are to everybody? Yes. And I am um, practicing in the Akashic Records and I am doing readings. I'm certainly not um, an expert. Don't know that anybody really is. So I'll share my knowledge. Um, and I'll just start by saying the the, the premise really is, um, and, and my belief is that we're all divine beings. We choose to come into a human experience. We have human experiences. We, whatever people call it, whether it's experience or lessons in a lifetime. And we take that memory with us, the memories of what, what we've done at a soul level, and we incarnate again. And the um, idea is over many, many lifetimes, and I don't know that anybody's reached this point, but we reach enlightenment. And we reach enlightenment by having experienced the human experience over and over again. So in that context, the Akashic Records, you can think of really as um, an energetic database that really keeps track of every soul's incarnation over and over again, every soul every choice they've made, um, every, um, let's say, a block that's come into a life by may maybe making a choice that wasn't in the soul's alignment, but it tracks that. It's just, if you think of it almost as an energetic uh, Google database. Um, it's interesting you said that because I'm sitting there in my head thinking like a huge like underground library with file <laughs> cabinets and stuff like that. So I'm just old school, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I think of that in my mind when I'm actually in the records. That's kind of the picture that I have is I'm in the library because I yeah, I need a I need a frame of reference. Card catalog. Um, in the, but the belief is that there are um, beings of light that um, guard that whole energetic database. And so when we access that database, we're accessing the information there that's guarded by those beings and they're and, and they're helping us get that information. Okay. Um, and so years, and I'm talking like, even you can find reference to the Akashic Records, not under that name, uh, some, there's all different names, um, the Book of Life, and I can't remember all the names, but, um, but made reference to ancient history, back to the Mayans, the Greeks, um, I mean, any civilization that you can think of, kind of since the beginning of time, but what I've read and, and heard is that 
in those ancient times, they, people that would access that information would be mystics, priests, um, you know, divine, um, whatever, I don't know, all kinds of names, depending on what the religion or, or what seers, um, they wouldn't be um, an average person like you and I. But we have evolved so much as a civilization that we all have access to the Akashic records, to our own Akashic record. Okay. Um, me as a practitioner, I need permission um, from somebody to access their information. So there are a couple of different, um, well, a couple of so different- can I, can I interrupt for a second and just back up for a second? So um, how do you learn how to do this? Was there like a training or a certification program or something that you went through to- Yes. To, okay. There are different, um, let's say, mainstream teachers of this. It didn't really become, um, a, let's say a thing and the name Akashic Record that I could find until like the 1880s, 1890 and some of the names uh, that you might hear, Edgar Casey. I think everybody yes. probably would recognize that name. He was a big um, practitioner. They used to call him the sleeping prophet because a lot of things would come through to him during the night, but it was in the Akashic Records. And that name came from a woman who studied with the monks, the Tibetan monks. That's where she picked up that. And I believe it was there. That's, how, that's what they called the Book of Life was Akasha. And that name sort of has stuck over the last hundred or so more, whatever years. Um, so, but today there are different um, people like Linda Howe is very well known. Um, she has a pathway prayer so that there is an affirmation. You learn about the Akashic Records, you learn this prayer. It's a very respectful um, experience to open somebody's record. Um, I studied with Andrea Hess and she has a different uh, sort of modality and it's a very specified and we, we can talk about that. Um, when I'm doing an Akashic Record reading, I'm looking for specific information, not general information. So, although I am moving that way too. So in, in, in other words, if I were doing a regular Akashic Record reading, you might have questions. You might come to me with a couple of questions and you might say, um, you know, I'm really stuck on this, but particularly like a pattern of things. I just can't seem to um, find a relationship that I can sustain. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know what's happening. And when we look in the Akashic Records, we can tell that from previous lives choices, you may have picked up a block because of choices you made in another life and you're carrying sort of that energy and it's right. underneath everything. You don't, you don't know that. Um, being able to, so it's be, not even, it's something you're not even aware of, you're not even aware of, and, but, but it's a pattern thing. Like when, when we were all doing intuitive readings, right. When we're doing life coaching, psychic readings, um, people might come in, they have a particular problem today. My boyfriend, Joe, and I aren't getting along, you know, and, and we talk about a specific, um, in the Akashic records, it's more a pattern of behavior. I can't seem to hold on money. You know, I, I always, I'm bright, I have great jobs. I don't know where the money goes. We may find that there's a pattern behind that. Okay. Um, wow. cool. Like when you talk to people, especially around relationships with, you know, you always hear people say, why do I always pick blah, blah, blah? Why yeah. do I always, yeah. and they think, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they think it's this, I always pick the whatever type it is that doesn't work for them. And they think it's a, conscious choice they're making which maybe in this life it is a conscious choice mm -hmm. but it's but what you're saying is you're you're making that choice in this life based on 
things that happened in past lives and whatever. Right. So it could be a negative karmic pattern that you picked up yeah. um, because you made certain choices. Could be in one other lifetime, could be over many lifetimes because you're carrying um, that. So in a regular Akashic record, I'm saying regular, these are my words, a regular Akashic record, <laughs> reading, um, you know, you may come in with a, with a couple of questions um, and we go into the, into your record and we answer those things. Um, it gives us an understanding um, of the choices your soul has made. Okay. So the soul has a memory. We don't consciously remember things from life to life, but the soul almost always does. Uh, and I'll explain that when I talk about the soul realignment. Um, so that if I, let's say I made a really good choice, my soul remembers that I retain that lesson, I retain that experience, I move along towards enlightenment, let's say. But if I make a choice that's not in my soul's um, best interest, I may pick up an energetic block, it may restrict me in some way in this life. And if I can identify that with somebody, and it, and it really is something when I'm doing these readings, people almost viscerally feel like, you know, they, they think, oh my God, that makes so much sense to me. I didn't know like kind of where it came from, but I knew it's kind of always been in there. I didn't even have sort of the thoughts around it, like to frame it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting because it almost sounds like it's like a guiding tool. Yes. Yes. We use it as a guiding tool because it's just, it's like people say, well, what if, you know, like you, you can't really use it for fortune telling, right? Right. Because we all have free will. So right. um, what we're really looking at is a pattern of what you've done, yeah. uh, of what your soul has done and the choices that your soul has made. Now in the readings that I do is specifically with, I mentioned Andrea Hess is the person that I studied um, under and the program is called Soul Realignment. Um, in the Akashic Records, whether it's soul realignment or just, a, I would say, a regular Akashic record reading, um, we want to understand what the, um, the gifts of the soul are so we know who you are at soul level. That's specifically what I do in soul realignment. So, um, so let me interrupt one more time. I'm sorry, but I just want to make sure. So are there two different, so you could do an Akashic record reading with you yeah. and then a soul realignment? Yes, yeah, so a soul realignment. Like one goes deeper? Yeah, yes, I'm looking for specific information. So it's not somebody coming in and saying what I said before, I'm always doing this or I'm always doing that. What ends up happening is I'm looking, who are you at soul level? And by that, and I'll explain a little bit more, but you know, what, what are your strengths? Um, kind of what do you lead with your soul? I look at what soul group um, that you incarnated with. So um, I look at, you know, whatever... Um, group of souls that you that you came in with and there's many different um soul groups okay. and then between those two things most people say to me oh my god that's me that is that's that feels right we do occasionally have some people who are a little bit disconnected from themselves because of blocks and restrictions and so we can sort of help them um figure that out but those are i look at that first and then i look at past lives and so when I'm going through, I'm looking for what is blocking this person? What's restricting this person? Um, and I'm actually dousing. I'm using a pendulum, although a lot of times the info comes oh, cool. through my pendulum moves. Um, and I think that's just how the process works. And so um, I might find out that a person has a, a, a contract and, and her, she uses contracts and bargains and these are all her terms. They're, they're 
patterns of behavior that we've developed with a person. It's just a construct that she's put around it so we understand what happened. It's not anybody writing anything out. And uh, are you dousing like yes, no as the as yes, the I'm, I'm dousing yes, no, mostly. And I am dousing for um, she does have actually charts of soul groups because there's so many that there isn't any way that um, I could easily go through right. um, that. And then I'm looking at, um, you know, the, the blocks, she, her terms, blocks and restrictions. And then um, I actually uh, put them in a pattern and I'm dousing again. What does this contract that has an energy of um, self-doubt, what pattern does it belong in? And for me, a pattern is a past life. It's in one, it's in two. Sometimes people have three, maybe even four past lives that come up. And nothing will come up for a person in this reading that they're not ready to release in this lifetime. Mm. So we may have had, I don't know how many lives, a handful will come up, you know, three or four. And that, that's really what your soul is ready to work on and identify now. Okay. So I take a look at the past lives. Those are done more uh, intuitively. Because when you look at the past lives, there were particularly many lives ago, we all were in a very small group. Who did we really um, have contact with? Our direct family, our community. Um, yeah, there was no internet. Siblings. There was no Zoom. Yeah, that just we didn't have that, um, the, the sense of community that we have today. And so um, then I can tell what is blocking that person. So when I do the reading, um, a lot of times people will say, like, uh, I'll give you an example. I did a reading last week for somebody, and many times I can tell if there's a block that came in with a, an energetic statement. I just said self-doubt or confusion or, you know, whatever comes up with that. A lot of times it's at a chakra. A chakra is blocked. And it's mm. sometimes emotional, and it's sometimes um, um, not physical, but um, mental. So I, I can douse and I can tell what it is. And so anyway, at the end of the reading, this, this particular reading that I had, this person had three chakras that were affected. And when we were done, she said to me, I do chakra work on myself. I have blocks on all three of those chakras and I've not been able to clear them. Oh, wow. So, so do I, you I in the reading those at the sort of at the end or, or going along when somebody said, oh my God, that makes so much sense because um, it just, you know, it, it, it puts this pattern into perspective for me. Um, I did one a while ago and the woman that I was reading when I went through her past life, one of the first past lives, um, she ended up stopping me and she said, I repeated this same life earlier. She, it was really a, a marriage that didn't go well. Um, and everything that came up in the past life, she had just gone through. Um, well, not just, it was probably 20 years ago. She was, uh, you know, an older woman, um, but she, re she repeated it. So she didn't understand the lesson or the experience from a, from a previous life. Um, so it's just, it's fascinating to me, everybody that comes through um, I haven't ever had somebody say, well, that doesn't sound anything like me. I've more had people say, oh my God, like one time when I was very new at it, I did a reading for somebody and it came up that one of her past lives, she was a male in this past life. And she started a business with a partner and she really was, she had a lot of self-doubt about it. She didn't really think she knew kind of what she was doing. So she abdicated a lot of her personal responsibility to this partner and the business went belly up. And she lost a lot of money. It didn't completely wipe her out, but it really made a huge impact in her life. 
and she stopped me right then and she said you know she was she does um consulting and she's done training she's always kind of been on her own and she said i cannot tell you how many people over the years that want to partner with me and because she's really sharp and she said i just couldn't do it I, I had like an aversion to anybody working with me and i never knew where you know where that came from and it happened to be her last um past you know past life that was most current to her so um it, it's just I, I love it i love it i love it i just think that um when it, when it comes up and somebody can see, uh, that's where that behavior is coming from, or that's where that feeling is. I never knew. I couldn't connect it to anything. It's not like I had trauma as a child or, or, or that kind of thing. Um, so I don't, I don't know if you guys can hear, can you guys hear me? I yeah, know I'm having can, a little totally, technical. Totally problem. can hear you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so can I back up a little bit about the chakra thing? Yep. Um, I don't like, so do you, do you in the Akashic Record session clear the chakra or do you give yes. them a tool? Well, okay. here's, what I, here's what I do. I can clear the Akashic Record. When I clear the Akashic Record, after I've done the reading with somebody and they acknowledge that that is, um, because like I said, people feel this and say they, they really kind of get it at that gut level. Um, I clear the record and I set it back to origination. So I set it back to the beginning, clearing those blocks. Okay. They still may have other blocks that they aren't ready to release that in this lifetime they may never release. Um, and then that person needs to be more cognizant of what the, um, the choices that they make in this life. And they don't have to be, and, and I'm sure this comes up in our intuitive readings as well, it doesn't have to be a huge uh, life change to break a pattern. Sometimes it's just a tiny little shift. So yeah. if somebody has, this is, this is Andrea's example and I love it, but maybe somebody has this, uh, been carrying this um, unworthiness feeling. You know, they don't, they're really good at everything, let's say, but there's something underneath that they, that they feel unworthy. Do they have to, you know, make a huge life change? No, it could be just saying, you know what? I'm going to spend $400 and buy brand new towels. I've been using ratty towels because I don't think that much of myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a small shift um, to break. And you can break that karmic pattern. You identify it. Clear That's crazy. That's cool. Consciously make um, another choice. That's wild. So, so oh, go I'm, ahead, Pat. I'm going, to I'm going to jump in for a second because this is just crazy interesting to me. And... Um, you know, Jerry and I took together, uh, we took Brian Weiss's past life regression therapy training. So we're both able to do regressions on people for past lives. So I'm super interested in, and having, having done three regressions for myself, for my past lives and being like, how many freaking more lives am I going to have to live with the same <laughs> same pattern that's driving me crazy in this life, like blah, blah, blah. So if I wanted to do a reading with you around this, but I didn't have a specific like thing, although I know my things, but I just want to like clear my records. Yes. That's what I do. I do. People don't generally say to me this, I'm, I'm seeing this pattern. I usually, when I'm doing the reading, that's when I, when I show this, whatever, they're like, yes, I get that. That's what's happening to me. That's, oh, that's so what's been happening to me. So I don't do that ahead of time. If I were doing, and I'm going to say again, a regular Akashic record reading, not a specified dousing, um, somebody might ask me, 
that kind of question and I could go in and get um, some guidance or some reference to what you're speaking about. The thing that I love about this is that I'm looking at what your strengths are. So um, divine gifts, we'll call them divine gifts or strengths. And there's, we all have all of them, but we kind of lead with one. Some of us have a couple. Um, so we're talking about things like compassion, order, uh, the ability to manifest, communication, truth, power, wisdom. Um, and so like for me, my, uh, I have two, I kind of lead with two, but the bigger one for me is truth. And, so, and how do you find what those are? Do you do that? I'm, I'm dousing in the okay, records. Got it, got and it. I had somebody do this reading for me. So I didn't okay. do this on me. Somebody else did it. And then I, when I learned. <laughs> right, like, right. Um, and so for me, it's really important that in my relationships, people are truthful with me. Um, I can tell when somebody's not truthful with me. It's a betrayal on some level to me yeah. to have somebody not, but it's not just the telling and of truth. It's living your truth and allowing somebody else to live in their truth, like holding space for somebody to be who they are in a truthful way. That's kind of my core. Now let's say Kathy, um, I find out for you that at your core, it's love and you you do everything from a place of love. Mm -hmm. So let's say we're both in the same situation. We both have um, we both have a friend who's betrayed us in some way, sold, sold you know, told confidence or whatever. Um, I think it would be more difficult for me to get through that and get around that, get by that in a forgiving way because of who I am. It may be easier if you're coming from a frame of reference as a strength of divine love you right. may um, be more forgiving than me. And so. It's, so, it's so interesting that you say that because you are also super psychic, obviously, that I do think that that's probably, I, I don't know all of it, but it's so funny because when people do things or whatever, my thing is always, well, what was their intention behind it? If they came from a place of having a loving intention, I do forgive because for me, it's like, it's all about intention. And if, if the intention is good, if the intention is loving, even if it's not, you know, some people can look at it and go, but, 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 and it's like, no, but what was their intention? So that is so cool. And I'm going to, I'm going to just offer myself up if we ever want to do a future episode <laughs> go through and like, I have a reading done with you and we kind of do a synopsis or record some of it or whatever. Cause I know that, so this is a lot of these, these readings that you do are, uh, it's not like when, when we do an animal communication session or something, it's, we get on the phone, we do an hour reading, we start an hour later, we're done and it's done. This is very different. This is very different. I yeah, how does it work? Like do the layout of it. The layout is, and I'll show you now because I have one as soon as we're done the podcast, I have to hop on for one. Um, but I actually have a, a form that I use so that I stay on track. And I'm looking for, um, I, I, open, I open the records. Have I located this record? Because I need a legal name. There are things so, you need to get. So in. this is before you actually talk to the person. Yes, this I haven't talked. The person is booked with me, but we've not had any conversation. And so they've and so given you know. certain pieces of information. I need to know in order to open the records, I need to know their legal name at birth, their yeah. legal name today, what their birth date and their birth year, uh, birth date and birthplace. Okay. And so that I, when I go into the records, I want to know, have I reached... Am I getting right person? <laughs> um, yeah. And then I get a yes. Yeah. So I look at the soul group 
I look at um, the divine gift, the, the strength. For some people, probably like a third of the people have two. Um, so like for me, I have um, truth and, and power. And power is um, sort of the, uh, the ability or the, the notion that I want freedom and I can work really hard and I can manifest and push things forward. So those two things together could be a wonderful thing, could be a really nasty thing. It depends on what side of the, um, if you're using your gifts the way that you should be using your gifts. Um, the, the soul groups all have characteristics of their own, depending on the group that you are um, incarnated in, and you stay in that soul group. Sometimes I find people have incarnated many times at a place that is not typical that their soul group would have incarnated with, so they can pick up um, her terms, underlay or overtone, they pick up a little bit of the characteristics of that because they've been in that soul group, this other soul group is so many incarnations, mm. like picking up a, an accent is, is how I, I think of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. In, you know, England for 10 years. Right, kind right. Of um, and so then I look specifically, I can tell kind of where the soul vibration rate is. Um, sometimes I see people that are like we're doing and intuitively might be just a little bit higher in a vibration rate because we're trying to, to manifest that um, more intentionally out into the world. Um, and then I look specifically at what damage has the soul picked up, what blocks, what restrictions. And there's uh, and sort of a, an energetic statement to a lot of the blocks, um, depending on what they are. So I can tell, you know, if it's... Um, Oh, all kinds of things. A constraint, her term, is let's say you enter into some type of a relationship and you 100% abdicate yourself to a, it's really an authority figure. Could be a parent, right. could be a military group, could be, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. And, and so, again, this is all happening before you're even I'm doing all. So it takes me an hour and a half-ish, sometimes two hours before wow. the reading. So I pull all of this together and then I have to look and see what lives because I, I group them into um, lives, and then that, and then I have to intuitively figure out what happened. What you know, yeah. who who were they in this life? Were they a man or a woman? Mm -hmm. Was it in a were they a spouse? Were they part of a religious organization? Was it in the military? You know, right. I'm I'm looking to see what would what would the the soul story let's say be. Um, and we don't care so much, although I have a lot of times people will say, oh, how many lifetimes ago was that? So when do you think that was? I don't know. And it's not really important because all I'm really yeah. looking at is what, what has you stuck, right? right. Now? How can I unblock and how can I give it to you in such a way that you understand it um, to make the change? And so um, I go through that and people typically are okay with, you know, whatever information I have. If sometimes you say religion, I'll get, you know, what do you, do you can you tell what kind of religion is? I, I, I cannot. I just know yeah. it's got a religious feel. Okay. So, um, so that you can't say Lutheran, Protestant, Catholic. You, right. You, okay. And I don't even know what year. So if somebody right. had, uh, you know, it was, it was your last lifetime, that doesn't mean it was in 1950. Right. right. It, it could be 1420. Yeah. Right. 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 I, mean, right. I don't know. So um, the real intention is who are you at soul level? What are your gifts? How do you lead with? Are you, um, let's say, you know, um, say communication. And it wouldn't surprise me, Jerry, if you weren't a communication because you write, you know, writing is your thing. Yeah. So somebody who has that gift of communication, it's, some of that is intuitive too, channeling. There's a whole thing around communication. Um, 
but somebody could make a really decent living because they're living in alignment with their soul. That's your gift out. Okay. Somebody for me, I, I have more, I can write, but I have more trouble with it because I can't like say, especially around myself, I can't write things around myself that don't feel true. So it's like blowing smoke in a marketing way. I struggle sometimes, yeah. sometimes with that because that's my frame of reference. Yeah. Um, so when you know what your um, gifts are, you play to your strengths. You know, you build your life, your career, your, your relationships around that because what we're all looking to do is experience things in, in a positive way. If we, can, if we can do that, we want to um, get the... Uh, um, the experience in a, in a strong way. So we retain that as we move along towards enlightenment. Um, and we want to have a live, we want to live a life of abundance and abundance doesn't just mean money. It could be love relationships, peace of mind, uh, creativity. Um, can, I, can I, let me interrupt for a second as usual. Um, <laughs> quick question about what you said, like the gifts, do some people come into a reading and, and they, they're unaware of that gift. Sometimes and so once they find the gift, they can now manip not manipulate, but go in the direction of the gift. And that in itself can change things. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's awesome. I have had people, particularly um, in communication, because uh, I think of, and I think of, of you, because we've had a little conversation, because you are a writer, that, that's yeah. your thing. Um, but people that, particularly in that, um, that have that gift, don't always see it as a gift. They're like, well, everybody can write. You know, that's yes. like not a big yeah. deal. It's a big yeah. deal. It's a really big deal. So um, sometimes people don't recognize their um, gifts as a strength. They just think every, and we all have all of the ones that I mentioned. We all have a piece of that. It's yeah. just that we lead. Um, that that's a that's a more in depth um, gift or strength. Right. And right. super cool. So okay. So all of that takes place before. Yes. So then when the client, do you just like go over it and? Yeah, I you know, do um, because in there's so much information, just what I said to yeah. you, I mean, this will take me an hour. An hour, right, my God. To go through with somebody. So I typically do a Zoom and I record it and I send it to them and they can download the audio. It's too big probably for the video, but because you, I don't want people taking notes because right. then you're not hearing what I'm saying. Right. And there's no way to remember. Like you can write down something, but if you don't have the frame of reference for some of the terms that she uses, um, you, would, you wouldn't remember it. And so I think I've gotten pretty good at um, saying here's her term, this is what it means. And okay. stop me if you don't understand you know, what it so is. So you kind of do it all, send it to them, but then go over it? No, I have them on and I go okay. through piece by piece. Got it, got it. I say, okay, hey, your, um, you know, your strength, your divine gift is communication. And what that means is you're good at blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. This is the soul group that you're in. Um, these are the, the characteristics and strengths of that soul group. We also talk about um, the polarity. So when we choose to come into um, this life and let's say um, we want to experience, because we all kind of have a theme. Some people call it a lesson. I, I, I hate saying lesson, um, because yeah. in my case, and we've talked about this before, I've had a lot of death in the family, particularly at a young age. I would hate to think that I chose to learn how to deal with death. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. When I went into my own record and looked, my, one of my themes, my main theme was acceptance in this lifetime. That makes more sense to me. Yes. Um, does so that make sense too with your current life and like things? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's so like, cool. 
come on. Like I did one for somebody who was a friend of mine and hers was joy. And I'm like, cut the crap. (laughs) (laughs) Why was I thinking acceptance? Um, But the thing is when we do um, take a, you know, make a choice on a theme or a lesson or what experience or whatever we call it, um, we do typically experience all sides of it. Yeah. So we experience it in a good way and we can experience it in a bad way because that's what we want to do. The soul um, has, a, has a yearning to experience these things. And when we understand ourselves at soul level and we do things in alignment with our soul, everything is easier. Mm-hmm. When people are, you know, everything's kind of chaotic and a mess, you really need to take a look and say, are you working or looking or living in what is your soul's best interest. Mm-hmm. And because we, we're disconnected. And I think that working in the Akashic Records, particularly on soul realignment, is really helpful, I think, to make that connection. Um, if I were doing a regular Akashic Record reading, and I am going to do more of those, I haven't, I just love soul realignment. Yeah. And for a regular Akashic Record reading, you come in with a question, I think it's a, it's a great thing to be able to go into your own record and kind of see this one thing. But the soul realignment gives me an understanding of really who I am. Um, so how often, like can people, I'm assuming just like everything else, you don't like one and done. I mean, how often can you get one? Does I it matter? It Does it... Some period of time. I, when I was practicing, I had to do so many to certify um, prior to. And so I asked my, my brother was one of my um, people that I certified with. And so I did his, he had already had it done, but he had had it done like three or four years earlier. And so the interesting thing was, I had no idea what came up in his, obviously it was years earlier. And, uh, and I wasn't really that familiar with the modality. And so um, when I was, I gave him the reading and when I was done, he still had the audio of okay. his original and he sent me the original. And here's what was interesting. I got the same, what his strengths were. I got the same oh, soul so cool which gave me a big, huge boost to know this is real from me. From the universe too, yeah, yeah. I got no blocks or restrictions from him because she had cleared them Yeah, and he had worked on it. I did get something, I I got a couple of things in present life that he was dealing with um, in in such a way that he didn't see it. But, um, so that was really interesting. So I think it's really hard to tell. I think your soul only releases um, what it's ready to release. And I don't know that that's a conscious thing. So, um, there are other pieces to soul realignment. This is just the first level that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a class that I have recorded that I haven't taken. And this is so cool. I can't really speak to it because I haven't taken the course, but, um, it is using the Akashic records as a predictive tool for you. Oh, neat. Um, now is it completely accurate? No, cause you have free will. Right. But based on past choices, so I'm going to be doing that next. Um, that I, so cool. I, the Kashuk records for me, it just. Um, oh, it's fascinating. I, fascinating. I, I, I swear to God, it's so funny to everybody that's listening. Like Kathy and I are like kind of wrapped here listening to this yeah. stuff. And oh, I swear so to God, mean, when we turn this recording off, we're going to be like, okay, when can you fit me in? You know what I mean? Because we Me don't. and a couple other people I know, actually. Like, oh my God, that is just. So, yeah, this, this is one of those. Um, cool. The, this is really not even about the podcast. Like this is just purely for us to yeah, like we're, finally, we're, to finally take the time to sit down with you, Ginger, and be like, what is this all about? And really get it. And it is, it's so fascinating. And so when you, so you 
somebody books a session with you and you ask for their information about their name and their, their date of birth and the, everything, and then you do like your hour and a half of work beforehand, and then you have a recorded call with them to explain what you got, but all of your work, all of the work that you did and all of the intuitive stuff you did is done in that first hour and a half. And then the phone call is really just the explanation to the person. So that's really cool. Cause that's how I had a reading done by a medical intuitive. And it was the same thing. She didn't need anything other than my name. Yeah. And then she did whatever she does behind the scenes, intuitively connecting with me and going through. And then she sent me a report like right before our call that was recorded to go over everything. So while she was physically connected to me through the phone, she was not intuitively connected to me at that point. Right, it was, yeah. Everything had been happened in the past. That's, it's, 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 it's really I really love the idea of it that you can use this as like, especially for people like us. And I say this to students all the time when, when, when you're stepping into this kind of work, whether it's Akashic Records or animal communication or whatever, energy work, you have to do your own personal work. You have to do your personal work. And there are so many people that don't, they just, you know, whatever, but that's a bozo. No, no dating myself. Bozo. I'm not sure anybody remembers who bozo is, but anyway, um, you have to do your personal work. So, and the more you do it, yeah, the more like what we call stuff coming up, like, oh yeah, I got stuff coming up or whatever. But at the same time, there's that cool piece of like, ooh, direction, direction. So this is the piece that I love about this is like kind of like a, like the strengths. Okay, playing into my strengths or what you had said before about um, like when I had asked the question of like, oh, kind of, it's like a guidance. It's like a, like a, like guiding like a path or something. It I definitely love is. that aspect of it because you could just change everything. I if you kind of point in, even if you just slowly start to point in the right direction, right? Yes, yes. And and you may find that like I did one a couple of weeks ago for somebody and they had different energetic blocks, but they were around in, in it from different lives, but they were all kind of had, there was a passivity there was um, having given, I forget, I forget if it was a man or a woman that I did, but um, having kind of given up their um, power in another relationship and it picked up some, but it was all about being passive and being afraid to take a step. And there was, and it rang like super true, super, yeah. super true to that person. Um, so what, what happens is I, I do that reading, they acknowledge it on, on that level. And then I clear the record. So I have a prayer, an affirmation, don't know what you want to call it, but I go in and I'm back in that record and I ask to remove all of the particular blocks, all of the restrictions. I know, right? Oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> I cannot book a session quick enough. I know, right? <laughs> but it's really setting your um, soul back to origination. Um, and then that person as long as they continue moving forward, not making the same kinds of mistakes that they did in the past, then the record will stay clear. If now, they do go back and kind of start then at another blockage kind of? Well, what happens is, it, let's say somebody acknowledges it, but then they continue to be passive. Well, I'll use that right, right. Easy. Then that block will come back. They yeah, haven't okay. learned from it. They're not yeah. doing anything different. But as I was saying before, you don't have to do some major overhaul 
Sometimes it's just an acknowledgement. Acknowledgement and awareness of it. Enough. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. get my yeah. nails done. I'm going to do it every week. I'm going to, you know. You know we, I think we talked about that with, with, and Brian Weiss, wasn't it that one of the things that they found in doing that past life regression work was just the awareness mm-hmm. of the blockage or the awareness of the, that core belief or whatever was enough to move you in the right, just the simple awareness of it was enough to move you in the right direction. Because then, you know, like, you know, you're walking down the road and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm being triggered. There it is. Right. Yeah. Um, that is so super cool. Yeah. And then there's an affirmation for the person, a homework. It's a 21 day affirmation that you read and it's pretty much acknowledging I'm releasing, please, you know, and, and that's really, something that you give them. I give them as the part of the, the homework. So I clear the record. Um, at the end, I email the affirmation and it's tailored to them based on whatever their blocks or restrictions were. Um, they do a 21 day affirmation and it's really just to sort of set in their own mind. I mean, I've already done the work. Uh, as long as they do the right, you know, direction, then it shouldn't be an issue. But the 21 day affirmation just kind of cements it into yeah. the forefront. That's so cool. And, and it's so true. Like, holy cow, do affirmations and getting up every morning and, you know, setting your intention and then saying a mantra around it, it really does help shift things. So shift I can your see frame like, of mind. Shift if, that you've mindset, done, yeah. if you've done the work with, with their records to clear and everything, and then I would think that that affirmation thing, and I would think that if someone is at the point where they're willing to book a session to have this done, that they're, they have enough understanding of the power of mantras, the power of affirmations that, yeah, that 21 days is super important. Like you can't just skip it. Yeah. And, and I yeah. think the intention, everything's intention, right? We know that from yeah. all of the intuitive work. Um, and so if we are more intentional about our living and living in our own truth, um, uh, being true to our own soul and our own gifts, because we, um, we are all, um, we're part of the collective, right? right. Uh, but we're all individuated souls. And so um, we need to live our own truth. So what may be good for me uh, in making a decision, let's say on a job or whatever, if you were to make that same decision, it may not be good for you because based right. on who you are and what, you know, whatever. Mm. So everything is an individual choice. And it's really difficult to take your ego out, right? That's what we're always fighting is, um, is ego. But yeah. when you can really live in, in alignment with your soul, everything opens up. That's Everything true. becomes easier. Yeah. Super, super yeah. cool. <laughs> I, I, again, I think it's just so funny. Like, you know, how well do we all know each other and everything? And this is the first time we've really delved in. Is that the word? Yeah. Delved into, dove in into, dived into. I'm a writer. Um, and I don't know what the correct one is. Um, into these Akashic records. And it's like, I swear to God. <laughs> We're going to end this and we're going to be like, when's your next available? Jerry, Jerry and I are going to be elbowing each other out, like out of the way, out of the way. Like I want to go first. Yeah. I want to go well, first. Well, it's very different than anything we have done. Right. Yes. And, and here's the funniest thing. And, and you know, this from being um, uh, on this intuitive path, I decided that I was going to learn the Akashic records because I had done some readings, uh, had some readings done. And so I was going to do the Linda Howe, which I mentioned the, the pathway prayer, um, not soul realignment. I didn't, I didn't even kind of know what that was. And so I kept looking for a local class because it's done locally um, here for me. 
and I never could make the class. I had a, I went away for a weekend or, you know, whatever the deal was. And so one time I was on, I said, I'm going to do it. And I was on Facebook and this ad came up and it was mentioned Akashic Records on Facebook. And so I follow that path. That's how I ended up with Solary Lemon. I did not realize the depth of this. Yeah. I just knew it was Akashic Records and I was really drawn to it. Yeah. And so after I opened up, you know, I, I signed up and, and opened up because it was um, webinars and then calls, mm -hmm. uh, practitioner calls. I was blown away. I'm like, this is yeah. unbelievable. It was way deeper than I had thought, yeah. but and it was from Facebook. So that's awesome. Um, meant to be. Well, so and, I, cool. and I definitely think that we will be doing a future episode of walking through a reading with somebody like, you know, and, yeah. and I don't know, I, we can talk about it some other time about how, like, how you would do it. Like, do you, are you able to like, almost, it'd be interesting for you to like, almost record yourself doing, like speaking out loud, doing the session that you do privately so that we can kind of get a glimpse into it. Cause that's really interesting too like right. to, for people to have an idea but yeah something yeah. for a future i have a feeling we'll be we'll be uh yeah, this, this is not the last time we're going to be talking about yeah, this stuff people i, I don't know not everybody listening but like i'm super <laughs> yeah. really it's all about us yeah. so and yeah. i think for anybody listening um that i know the kashuk record sounds woo woo it does but it's been around <laughs> in different terms for our entirety of civilization yeah. It is definitely worth somebody to even go and Google Akashic Records and start to learn a little, little bit about it because it is um, an unbelievable resource for us as human beings. Mm -hmm. um, and, and for those of you listening, we will on our resources page of the website have a link to sites that Ginger recommends yeah. that you go visit yeah. because I'm sure yeah. you vi if, you go if, if you just go out and Google Akashic Records, like you've already done the research, Ginger, to know. Oh, you're probably going to get a gazillion hits. What's, yeah, what's a legit, you know, where you yeah. would have people go to. So, so for those listeners out there who are interested, go to the resources page on our website and we'll have some, some sites oh. for you to visit. So I love how um, you're saying a bit woo-woo. Isn't it funny yeah. that like the woo-woo goes to different levels. Like, okay, animal communication, that's not woo-woo anymore. But Akashic <laughs> Records is, you know what I mean? We're talking to animals alive and past, but Akashic Records is woo-woo. So I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, Ginger, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that um, Kathy and I were able to learn so much. Oh yeah, and we recorded it for the rest of you. Um, yeah, that's like you know, my favorite, favorite. I, yeah, I, it's, it's fascinating. Is I'm not even, I wish there was another word that was deeper than fascinating. Yeah. No, I, you can, and you can tell just your energy. Like we exactly. know, I know, I've known you for years and, and we've been through everything, but holy cow, this is your thing. Like yes. just your yeah. whole visage, everything just yeah. flows when you talk yeah. about and that yeah, is, this is it. This that is, is it. cool. So awesome. So thanks everybody. Thank you, Ginger. Now, everybody, if you want to learn more about this or contact Ginger, she obviously on our Psychic Wives website, thepsychicwives.com, you can go to the contacts page and you have direct access to Ginger there. You have her website, gingerhendry.com, and you have her email there, just like you do Kathy's and mine. But Akashic Records, that's Ginger's thing. So if you want more information about it, please go to our website, thepsychicwives.com, and you'll have the link to her um, website there so you can get more information. And thank you everybody so much for coming. Um, we always have to do that housekeeping stuff. Again, thepsychicwives.com. There's also our Facebook page, at The Psychic Wives. 
Um, and then also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, I guess we have to start calling that Apple Podcasts now. Apple Podcasts. Yes. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It's also The Psychic Wives, so you can find us there. And if you do listen to us there, um, please give us a like, because that a, helps A rating. Us. I think it's actually called a rating. Okay, a rating. Give us a rating. Um, give us a like and a rating. Let's cover our, our, <laughs> yeah, our bases there, or whatever. Um, and, uh, again, uh, you know how to find us and, and we like to always say this, um, if you do visit our Facebook page or visit our website, leave a comment, let us know what you thought about one of the episodes that you listened to. Let us know if you have a question and let us know if you're looking for something else because we will never stop talking. Um, so if you, <laughs> trust us, we will never stop talking. So if you have any topics or anything you want us to cover, please let us know. Um, so thank you guys so, so, so very much for listening. And we will um, catch you on the next episode. And thank you, Ginger. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was Bye, awesome. everyone. Bye. Bye.